Hello everybody, this is Will B, uh, Cthulhu on Parade, your podcast of your choice. Um, I'd just like to give you a brief message. Here is the message. I'm sorry, listener. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry, but in the near future I'm going to be uploading the episodes that I said that I was going to do before. Okay, uh, bye. Sorry for the sorry for the lack of updates. Okay, bye. So what are we doing? Uh, we're doing Lucky Strike. All right. Today on Cthulhu on Parade, we disgrace the nation that houses half of us as we play the fiasco playset Lucky Strike. It's 1944, it's towards the end of uh, the World War II, and infantrymen are dying all over the place. I think we're members of the ill-advised replacement brigade, wherein they're just like, yo, we need to fill in some holes. You guys, in there. We're like, we don't know how to do a thing. And they're like, do the thing, though! I really don't know much about army. It's improv, Will. You just gotta uh, figure it out. Look. What's to learn about uh, your need being to get rich through ripping off the locals? Okay. Or the location <laughs> being the the dairy and ice cream factory. Or a prisoner of war cage. I'm lugging this more and more. Objects. Mobility. A tanker truck full of gasoline. Hmm. Intelligence. The whispered confession of a German prisoner of war. Oh, man. This, this is going to be dark. I think there's there's a relationship that's crime and it's hell raising ne'er do well thugs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty good. We were kind of that last week. <laughs> I guess so. And only one of us died. Oh wow, that's pretty good for a fiasco. That's quite remarkable. Yeah. Why, Wait, thank so you. One of you is Steve Buscemi. Wait, no, he's the one who died. Yeah, one of you is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> If Steve Buscemi was a bat, was a I bat. can't get into specifics. It's copyrighted. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, All hey. right. Here we go. The score. France, November 1944. This playset takes place at the United States Army's Camp Lucky Strike Replacement Depot near La Havre, France. By the fall of 1944, the U.S. Army was losing infantrymen faster than it could train new recruits. Poor planning and German tenacity combined to create a deep manpower shortage on the front lines of the European theater. The ill-advised solution was the replacement depot, or Repel Depot, which, why? Nestled safely in the rear, the replacement depot, or Repel Depot, was a temporary home for soldiers awaiting new units. Some were recovering from injuries. Some were green troops directly from training, known as Repel Depots, and some were otherwise Repel Depoted for various reasons. They were sent to whatever unit has need, often without regard for their specialty. Anti-aircraft gunners and tank destroyers were thrown into infantry battalions. Men who had never seen a tank were dropped into Shermans and told to learn fast. Men separated from comrades they had spent years training with were guaranteed never to see them again once they hit the ripple-depple. Boredom and low morale led to crime and foolishness. It was, in a word, a ripple-depple. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I just... I just noticed that like half of our uh, Call of Duty characters are uh, veterans of the oh, oh, of, really? of the first war. Wait, of the first. I war. will out veteran you 
Yeah. I was gonna say we should we should play all our old characters in a fiasco. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the one the dude with the huge mask and the terrible facial scar. Yeah. Listeners, call in now. Tell me what that character's name was. Well, wait. Let's see if we can. Who can find information? Quickest. Ring, ring. Oh, it's Martin Dag. Oh, Martin Dag. You're going. I knew that. Given. I just didn't say anything. Oh, Stephen, you're my worst enemy. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I was muted, actually. I'm sorry. Oh. I I haven't oh, played I... a character that was uh, veteran of World War One. No, but you could bring uh, you could bring uh, Ephraim Van Borden back. Whatever happened to that guy? What did ever happen what? to Ephraim Van Borden? <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well, as far as I remember, I think he got killed by the next guy. Yeah, you you killed him. <laughs> oh man. What was the what was the other guy's name? Did he die? I have no idea. Okay, so turn order will be Sam, will me. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 it's so good. It's so good. Hold on. Will be Sam. Uh, no, it's, it's Sam will first, M- then will be. Me. Then. It's Steven. Hold on. Will be. Will over. Dueling. Yes. Is that Wait, it? can I go first? So the order goes, will be Sam, then Sam again, then will be again, then Willem, then Steven, <laughs> then Willem again, and then Steven again. Oh Perfect. <laughs> is it going to be this way? Which way is it? <laughs> which, which way? It can be your way, Will. I don't contest it. Thank you, because that's easier to edit than your one, which uses two... Uh, two different things. That's the. It's that's a the new idea, alright? I'm trying to innovate. But you can't edit it as quickly. Pretty innovative, though. It is yeah. pretty innovative. Alright, Sam, you're first up with relationships. Okay, uh. It's time to get to know somebody. It sure is. Um. Alright, let me get my dice up. Do, do, do. Alright, I got. A four and a six. Mm. Con artist and Mark, or a Stars and Stripe reporter and source. Con artist and Mark. You know what? I'm going to be the reporter and source, and one of us will be the reporter, one of us will be the source. Ace reporter and assault. Stars and Stripes reporter? Sorry? Yeah, Stars patriotic. Stars and Stripes. No There's no Ace. Nope. But how do you I'm know that you're not know an Ace reporter for the Stars and Stripes? I report back home what's going on on the front. That's what a Stars and Stripes reporter is. I'm not mm. like someone trying to find the hole in the um, bad things. Ozone light? (laughs) That comes later, after we all use hairspray and such. Ah, yes, after the 19... Oh, when was the movie Hairspray? 1970s? 60s. It's from 2009, isn't it? I just noticed that... After the 70s, when Hairspray had wrapped, the ozone layer drifted over the set and lit all the actors on fire. (laughs) Um, I just noticed that uh, one of the categories being antisocial 
half of the things under it are to do with sex. So you can tell uh, that, well, oh. I don't know. I feel like it says something about the guy who wrote this. Yeah. Therapy. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, is- uh, hey, Will, uh, go for it. Maybe get uh, three, a three and a three. <laughs> we'll see. First of all, are we going to have a need object or location for the... Specifically, under antisocial is lovers. Like, yeah, the other two well, it's, it's could be antisocial. You, I don't know. When one of your friends gets a new bow, then they don't spend any more time with you at the pool hall. They're just off being lovey-dovey. And also... So, so antisocial are them. But if you're, if you're soldiers and stuff, then, like, it is antisocial to have any kind of romantic things. It's supposed to be a robot. Oh, yes. Well, yes. robot... Uh, no, wait, you're a, re- a reporter or a... a. Wait, what was it? Or the source. Oh, so you could be a robot, or you could be a Stars and Stripes robot reporter. Anyway, you want to need an object or a location. <laughs> a location, oh, yeah. Sorry sir. For and two and three is what I got. So, um, Camp VD Clinic in the division. Oh, boy. Of- or the measles quarantine tent. Really? <laughs> Man, um, you, this, is, this is rough stuff. Um, I think the Camp VD clinic would be interesting because measles is now, it's now a thing in 2015. Oh. So venereal diseases. Right. Yep. Well, to be fair, so is VD. <laughs> it's just not, yeah. again, it never went away. Imagine if it did, though. That'd be pretty good, I think. This would have been some pretty great years. <laughs> Not for me. Someone. There's uh-huh. commercials on. It's people walking on the beach talking about how great it is to live with syphilis? Yeah, it's like a line that I like from Community, where Pierce says, in the 80s, having sex was like shaking hands. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, wait, that was before AIDS. Yeah, never mind. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Perfunctory, short, and usually before business meeting. Never mind. It's talking about, it's talking right. about it being before AIDS. Never mind. And then Speaking they go ahead and before AIDS, never mind. Will, it's your turn. Bye-bye. Listen, I screwed up a line, and now I have to pay for it by being embarrassed. And then, uh, now it's my go. It's Get two five. Uh, a five and a three. I got five and a three. <laughs> hey, look, look, you could be violent rivals or truck drivers. <laughs> violent rivals or truck drivers. What about violent rival truck drivers? That's not acceptable. Uh, what are we, who's this between? Me and you, Will? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, hey, so you're determining my nature as well. Yeah, I'm going to say violent rivals. Oh, I wanted to truck drive. Oh, well. You can be a truck driver, too. Maybe we get truck drivers. Oh, maybe we do. I'm going to write a fiasco where it's just truck drivers, okay, Will? (laughs) Oh, thank you, Sam. Can we call it the uh, the convoy? I was also thinking maybe a subtitle of Mother Truckers. (sighs) Mother Truckers 5, Convoy Envoy. <gasps> okay. <clears throat> All right, we'll focus on the fiasco we have. Oh, uh, okay. I'm writing this down. Uh, <laughs> that was a teaser for the next episode. 
Um, I got two and a two. I'm gonna go with needs to get even with the colonel. So we're violent rivals. Are we both trying to get even with the colonel then? And we're one of you might be the colonel first. One of you might be the colonel. One of us could be the colonel. What's the colonel's accent? Uh, southern. I'm thinking. I'm thinking I chicken a lot. I don't know. I'm thinking I could do a British accent as the colonel. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> what if we all just did bad British accents? <laughs> and then Will did a southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just do an impersonation of me. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, okay. now, I'm just a simple country soldier. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> all right. All right. Roll it nice. Uh, it's your, t- it's two, your turn. Another two. Great job. I've got I am... a two two. I'm a pair of gung ho patriots. Oh, I really want to be the colonel. <laughs> I'm America. <laughs> you, you're repa- you're from replacement increments, right? So you're replacement. Yeah, yeah, we're all from replacement increments. Okay. I thought that some people were here. I guess, well, I guess it's Stars and Stripes reporter probably isn't, but yeah. like, if, I guess I could be like the colonel in charge of the replacement increments and be like, Welcome to serve in your country, boys! Or is it a pair of gung-ho miscreants, is that it? No, a pair of gung-ho patriots. 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 Listen, they're very similar. <laughs> I'm already screwed up. Already screwed up. I got six and one. Okay. And uh, I think I got to go with objects now, so... One in six is rat-fucked Red Cross packages. What the hell does that mean? What? What does it say? That's what it says. Rat-fucked Red Cross packages. I guess oh, some those rats are, um, got into... Yeah. Yeah, yeah rats well, got into some Red Cross packages. And so... there's baby rats in them. Oh, no. Oh, oh that makes me so upset. <laughs> or the Colonel's war booty secured in an oddly heavy crate. The colonel again. Booty, 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 rocking Uh, just a second. <clears throat> uh, I picked rat fucked Red Cross packages, uh, and I'm going to refer to them as such for the entire playthrough. <laughs> I guess that's acceptable. All right, Wait, just so, This was our relationship, right? Um, yeah, that was between yeah. Will and Steven. Okay, so we're patriots, a couple of patriots. There you go. Okay, well, I got a three and a four, so if I'm on the right page, there we go. Okay, oh, oh, okay, three, four is antisocial lovers. I still don't know why that's under that category. Four, three is crime thieves. I always have thieves. I'm going to be a girl this one, if that helps. Like, it's, well, if it may not help. Me, your character no, is... No, it's up to you. I don't know. Oh, I don't right. want to be a thief so I can steal those uh, rat red cross packages. <laughs> and sell them at the black market. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll do the coin flip game. Oh, wait. I, think I have a coin. Oh, okay. Someone decide what's head and what tails is, because we never remembered to do that until after we flipped the coin. Heads is the one where the... which? What were the <laughs> options? Lovers and crime? Thieves? Thieves. Okay, uh... Tails is thieves. Okay, I got tails. Oh. 
Nuts. Nuts on butts. <laughs> Nuts on butts. Okay. Uh, so, is it need object or location? I guess we have one of each already, right? Yeah, so it's up to you. Um, uh, another need would be good, but it's up to you. Yeah, I'll do a need. Oh, wait, but you're criminal, so an object would also be fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll do objects. What is it? Crime? Thieves? Just thieves, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just thieves. Just, just thieves. I'll just put just... Uh, six and four, so... Let's see. Firepower? Uh, a poisoned apple? <laughs> Huh, two of these firepowers aren't guns. Anyways, uh, and six, yeah, six four is personal military life insurance policy. Hmm. Or thieves. I guess we could be trying to steal a life insurance policy. Good lord. Mm. We could make it work if that's what you want to play. Although, how about we go with poisoned apple? Just yeah. Okay. You know the story of Snow White is set in Germany, which is where we are. <laughs> We're allied soldiers, right? Yeah. Uh, or okay, in the app. Okay, so everybody pick names. Oh yeah. Oh. I did. Oh yes, my name is Martin Diagnew. Okay. I was going to pick a name from my bookshelf again, but the first one I saw was John Hodgman. All right. Welcome uh, to the I podcast, friend of the show, John Hodgman. <laughs> or um, maybe I should grab a math textbook. Those always have super European names on them. One second. It'll be calculus problem three or something like that. Uh, Calci for short. Anthony Tromba. Tony. T R O M B A. Tony. Tony Tromba. I'm gonna be Red Smolders. Red. There you go. What's your name, Sam? I'm going to be Annie, a girl this time, <gasps> and I know, right? <laughs> Annie, and then my last name will be Deutschlover. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was going to try to do an accent. Maybe I should have picked a name of an accent I can do. Okay. I'll just talk about spaghetti a lot. All right. Anyway, did everybody else get names? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what? wait, what's everybody's name? I was wait. out for a second again. I'm Annie Deutschlover. Yeah. I'm Red Smolders. Red Smolders, Annie Deutsch lover. Oh, you did go with Martin Diagnew. I'm Anthony Tromba Stephen. Anthony Tromba Stephen and Martin Diagnew. Annie, Annie Deutsch. Let's go. Oh, I, Red, Red Skeleton. No. <laughs> I don't remember. Let me just look at the Skype chat. All right, it's all good. Red Smolders. Red, 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 Red Skeleton. Damn it. <laughs> 
Red you, Foreman. What's your, Red Brick what's Slap What's your technique in real life for memorizing people's names? Do you have any? Or is it just... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just repeating their name many, many times. I look at my student in the eye and I just stare at them for five seconds in silence without blinking. And then after five seconds, I whisper their name. And then that's how, that's, that's how you establish dominance. It's <laughs> a power play. I just I did it for uh, all thirty of my students this semester. It's the whole yeah. first day. <laughs> Ninety minutes of just look I just at call me. It, I just call I'm the teacher now. <laughs> all right. Oh, Stars and Stripes at the Camp VD Clinic. Wait, so which one? Uh, Annie Dorslover, are you the Stars and Stripes reporter, or are you the source? I'm the reporter. Yeah. All right. And Red Smolders, are you needing to get even with the colonel? Yeah, I'm a violent rival of Martin Dagnu, and um, I'm also the source for uh, Annie Dorslover, who's reporting on the war, I guess. <gasps> oh, or no, she's going to... Yeah, war stuff. Oh, no. Oh, no. My pilot rival is reporting to a reporter. Oh, this can't be good. And I am the colonel, uh, who is gung-ho, don't you know? And my object is to rat-fucked Red Cross packages. Uh, and I'm just a thief. And I guess any Deutsch lover is also just a thief. Ah, Maybe but she's... we have... Wait, oh. But you're I... also a gung-ho patriot. You're a gung-ho patriot thief. Hey! Apple somewhere. We could be good thieves. I like this thief. He's got a good eye for his country. We could be steal. We could be stealing information to uh-huh. send back to the paper. Exactly. Good lord. All right. All, All right. right. So who's setting the scene? Ah, uh, well, it's your turn first, Sam. So you get to decide whether you want to set the scene for yourself or just. Let everybody else set it up and then decide the outcome. I'll set up the scene. I, I never get to do this. All right. So, 1944, autumn. It's all quiet, mostly because the bell for meal hasn't been rung yet. I wake my way to the Camp VD clinic, and I'm impressed that we have a VD clinic because we are lacking sorely in cafeteria and hospital and a beauty salon and things that you really need for war. But I'm here to report on the war, gosh darn it. I'm here to make my mama and my papa proud back in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> they sent me here because I, they must not think I'm very good at my job. But gosh darn it, I will report on everything about this war. Even if it costs me my life. For I am any Deutsch lover. Junior reporter for the Stars and Stripes. All right, and now I am. It's pre. It's dawn, right? And I'm standing outside, and I am writing down a list of the people that I see inside the tent, and uh, I get interrupted. Go. Ah, g- good morning there. Good morning, I miss Deutsch lover. How are you today on this fine autumn morning? Ah, you scared me briefly. But I'm okay. I'm just writing down this list. I'm not sure if my boss, the editor, wants this particular list of people who have VD. Probably well, not now, good for morale. What's, what's this list now? What's this VD list? 
You're writing down a list of all our sick boys? Well, I'm writing down their names, and then I'm going to go in, a peek under the covers, see if they've got the clap, the crabs, the herps, the the water fountains, the everything, you know. I, I, I can't allow this. Oh, you'll be shaming our boys. They're giving all their, they're giving not quite their lives, but certainly a large amount of itching for the country. I can't let you disgrace them. Give that back right now. No, I'm keeping this notepad. I'm going to dedicate it to better courts. America. 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 Good morning, Anthony Trauma Stevens. I'm chanting America as I fade into the distance. Ah, right, goodbye, Anthony Drumba Stephen. Oh, what a fella he is. Red Smolders bust onto the scene, lifting weights in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, weight days. Thank you. Ah, Smolders. Ah, it's just about about time you get out of bed, lazy bones. You're damn right. It's up to me to uh, tell you all about. Uh, living life in the war. Um, uh, I now, forgot. Now, Miss Deutsch lover, I don't want you talking to any trash like Smolders, you hear? Liz, oh, get out, there, of, yes, get out of the Smolders and the garb. She's an inferno with the both of you. I, I will set my alarm for earlier tomorrow. I'm very sorry for all I have done to uh, uh, delay your war effort. Um, I'm, I'm very sorry. I am a dedicated soldier to your cause. See that you do! Now, drop and give me 20! Who, me? Would, oh. Uh, of you. <laughs> it would oh. be my pleasure. I I love doing uh, push-ups. Now, I'm very I'm very busy and I need two, to leave. I'll trust five, that you two finish six, doing these push-ups. Oh, there we are. Yeah. We have both done 20 of your push-ups. Yep, 20, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> End of the scene. <laughs> Wait, what? That was so good. It happened. happened. <laughs> <laughs> we said it had to be... I was, how is it a white day? Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, you do push-ups. That's the thing with your black days. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. Hello. Yes, hello... Uh, I, I can't believe this guy, what a dick, always making up to do push-ups like this. It's absolutely, I mean, I don't I don't mind doing the push-ups, but it's, it certainly cuts into my uh, looking in the mirror time, which is most of what I do here in war. It's red, right? Yes. Your name's red. Yes. Well, uh, my name is Red Smulders. I am an enlist in this beautiful United States Army. Now... I need my notebook back, and that dumb colonel just took it. Can we get it back? I am certainly no fan of the colonel. Ah, thank goodness. He's a real ball buster. He is. Which is appropriate. Yes. (laughs) Given 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 our uh, our nearby surroundings, uh, (laughs) it's certainly (laughs) appropriate. But, uh, well, maybe there's got to be a story with the colonel, and you can help me. You gave me my first quote. Thank you so much. Oh, it's, Let's go get my notebook. No problem. I will help you to get your notebook, and I will give you all the quotes along the way. Oh, I, that sounds like NC. NC.
All right. Who are you giving your white dice to, Sam? Oh, um, Tony. Steven. As he fades America, into the distance. <laughs> you were so helpful in the scene. It just yeah. was like. There wasn't enough patriotism. Up with patriotism. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Red Smolders, uh, it's up to you. Do you paint what happens next, or do you just decide whether it goes well? Um, I'll decide. I'll let you. you All guys right. Set out. I want conflict. Hmm. Well, <laughs> you and Annie are both going after the colonel. So I suppose you'd be trying to, what, trail him? Yeah. Trail him? Where's he gone? He's gone... Ah, he's gone over to the quartermaster's tent. To check on the Red Cross packages? Yeah, well, you don't know that yet. You you haven't read any of the show notes. Oh, maybe I'm the quartermaster. (laughs) Oh! Oh! Oh, yes, he's he's talking to Anthony Tromba Stephen uh, inside of the quartermaster's tent. uh, And you two are able to lurk just outside of it. I think he went into the... Of course, I could be wrong, but uh, my keen sense of tracking that I developed many over many years has never failed me thus far, uh, Miss uh, Deutschlover. Yeah, yeah, this isn't about you. We need to get that notebook back. If we go into the tent, he's going to see us. We need a distraction. We do. We absolutely need a distraction. Maybe I could... We have a bobcat. Maybe I... A bobcat... (laughs) I was going to say you could throw the bobcat or get the bobcat to go in there. And then he, he would be scared, right? And then I could get the notebook. Have I ever mentioned to you, Anthony, that I'm definitely afraid of bobcats? No? Seems like the sort of thing I'd have brought up. Anyway. It's a very American thing to be afraid of bobcats. Definitely Russian scoundrels, the bobcats. I mean, German Uh, scoundrels. Love I love love old Joe Stalin right now. Ah, America, America. America, America. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's no bobcats in the area. That's a shame. Um... I am Do you have any other ideas, Red? Uh, well, I suppose I could always uh, strip off and uh, go in there topless without my shirt. Uh, I perhaps... can give you music in the background. Indeed. I will put on one of your American strip shows. Uh, da, 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 da. I walk into the tent. What's all this about, then? Gentlemen, I have something to show you which I believe may interest you. Uh, I don't I begin, want to look, but I the begin, so um, patriotic. I begin unbuttoning, unbuttoning my shirt. Morning. Good lord, how did you get your abs so chiseled? I work out every day for five hours a day. I work oh, yeah? out right now as it happens. This is Well, the... I work out six hours a day, saluting the flag over and over. And that's how I got these packs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That is absolutely one of the most beautiful sights I have ever seen. Oh, my goodness. That is is an image of radiance. Well, could you choose a dice for this scenario? Oh, yeah. Uh, Black dice, I guess. All right. No! An image of radiance. These abs. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
we are certainly yeah, here. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> this is certainly a picture for the eye. Wow. I have never yeah. seen such chiseled masculinity all together in one room. Hey guys, let's start a band. Just the three of us. Three my of us together on, on, in We are not. What are you doing there, Miss Deutschlava? Oh, I forgot to say I'm here to take back the notebook. The Never! Notebook. Oh my goodness, but wait. Don't you no, remember? We I've got this notebook and I'm taking it um, to the incinerator. We're oh, all no! nominated. My and as a proud patriot, I've got his back. Ah, ha, ha. So, I'm just walking off with this manila, manila, manila envelope, which I'm sure contains a notebook. I, off to the end. I, I, thinking quickly, I punch you across the face. Oh! I, I intercept. Ah, oh, goodness. Ah, oh, I've been waiting a long time for this smolder. Time for the old Diagnu Agony. Diagony. Time for the Martin Diagony. It's a German suplex. Oh, And as as Red Smolder's head cracks into the ground, that is insane, I think. Okay. That's a good place, end of the scene. It's pretty black, uh, I'm gonna give my black dice to. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Glistening like Kurt and like Colonel Armstrong and Full Metal Alchemist. Little stars appearing above my head. <laughs> All right. I think I will set. I will set the scene for this one. After, after the scuffle up in the in the quartermaster's tent and and having uh, the military our doctors see to smolders with his wounded pride. Martin Dagnew saunters out of there and having learned the location of the Red Cross supplies goes down to the drop off where they are freshly arrived and he decides that he he opens up his coat and he's got inside a pair of a, a pair of small cages. <laughs> well, it's all just now, hold on, let me just, I don't know, oh, I can't get this thing open, hold on, uh, oh, there's, there's a crowbar, yes, no, okay, just get it under the lid here, and, oh, how are you, my little lovelies, and can we insert the sound of mice squeaking here, sorry, rats, rats squeaking, yeah, that's rats, rats, <laughs> Yes, fire, magnificent. Here, here, you, you get in this one, and, and you in this one, and daddy's going to take good care of you. Yes, good care. Right now, we'll just hide you in the bushes, and what's that? What's that? Oh, oh, Colonel. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Here to Nothing. Help me unload the shipment? Oh, the shipment's, um, not here, not in these bushes, and it hasn't arrived yet. I was oh, really? Before. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. I'm not looking forward to those Red Cross supplies. You know, we're giving those out to the prisoners of war. That's not very patriotic, I say. What? Ah, what, what? Yes, they should be given nothing but a strict lecture on the nature of democracy, of course. Of course. Of course. America. I I once subsided on a strict lecture on democracy for 30 days and 30 nights alone. (laughs) Ah, Ah, I remember the old, the old man cannot live on... Man cannot live on democracy alone. Wait, yes, he can, lecture. 
What a marvelous occasion. Well, America, just, America, America. Yes, America, America, America. I'll just be go. I'll just be going here. Uh, so I'll uh, see you. I'll see you later then. Hmm? Yes. And I already faded into the distance. Oh, yes. Keep a weather eye out for those Red Cross packages, will you? America. Ah, yes. America. America. Oh, could I get a dice for that? White dice? Uh, white? White dice? Yeah. White. Yeah. white dice. All right, all right. Okay, so I get over, and uh, <laughs> as, as, as Martin Dagnew is leaving, uh, he hears the sound of many more. What, what was the rat noise? <laughs> he sounded red, 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 and he turns around and he realizes that the whole of the Red Cross package has just burst open at the seams, and hundreds of delightful little ratty red friends are just spilling out all over the ground. And he goes, "Ah, my lord, what a wonderful, what a wonderful care package! Hello, all oh, my little darlings, you, you just get up in Daddy's coat, just get in Daddy's coat pockets and his, and his, his, his boot cuffs, and, and everything will be fine. And the rest of you, I'll come back for you later. But have fun in the meantime. Oh boy, what a wonderful war!" <laughs> <laughs> The war of the rats. That's the end of that scene. And I'm sure is. Gonna give my white dice to uh, Steven. Yeah. Two white dice. Alright. Okay, well, I'll set the scene. Uh, I head back towards the main camp, uh, chanting America. That's the setting of the scene. America, 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 America. Tony! Did you just sigh at me? Ah, did you just sigh at me? Me? Confused me so much, I forgot my old-timey radio voice for a second. (laughs) Tony, I'm miserable. Ah, what's wrong? Well, first off, the cafeteria is only serving apples. Again, for the past three weeks. As quartermaster, there's absolutely nothing I can do about that. Um, well, also, you saw the colonel that he stole my notebook. I've been writing uh, I... quotes and sources on my arm. I've run out of space. <laughs> the, the colonel's a, a gung-ho patriot, much like myself. I'm sure he had a reason. Maybe he was expedite shipping it straight to Uncle Sam. Well, I still need a new notebook. There's a story here. I know it. Everyone's acting really fishy, especially the colonel. Okay, listen, here's uh, a notebook's worth of forms. If you fill them all out, I can requisition you some paper. Okay, where is it? Uh, black. Uh, it's back, uh, back at the quartermaster's tent with all my other paperwork. All right, lead the way. It's just over. Oh, my God. There's rats everywhere. I'm highly allergic. They've eaten all my paperwork. <laughs> How will we ever requisition new supplies? You got a bobcat? No, but and oh, there's see? one. <laughs> Wait, no, there's there's one form left. Did someone give a dice yet? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah, black dice. Oh, okay, never mind. I was gonna say there was one form left, and I could use it to requisition a bobcat. That'd be white dice. Damn it. Damn it. Overruled. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, there's one form left. 
Oh, white dice then. I guess it was um. It's an animal handling form. Why, I could use this to requisition that bobcat you wanted. Well, it'll help you with your problem, and we know how deathly afraid the colonel is of bobcats. Did you say what they bobcat? In the distance. (laughs) That is a problem, but we can sort that out later. America, America. 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 And scene. scene. Okay, who are you giving your white eyes to? Uh, I'll give it to Sam. Yay! Best friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, but you just entered into a contract of being my best friend. <laughs> I thought I was filling out a bobcat requisition form, but <laughs> I Lucky you. The fine print. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, your turn again, Annie. Oh, Annie! I, Annie wants to resolve the scene. All right. Mm. That bobcat requisition form was filled out. So. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we could say yeah. it's like uh, it's maybe a couple days later, and you can a, say new that. Pack- a new package has arrived, and uh, this time the quartermaster got to it before Martin Dagnew. And found inside of it, uh, and found inside of it a, a very full-looking bobcat and about uh, five or six dozen dead rats. A standard-issued bobcat, huh? Oh, wow. He has he has he has a serial number printed on his fur and everything. It's he or she, no one knows yet. So uh, Anthony Trauma Stephen reports this back to you with bobcat in his arms. So, what should we name him? Mm, how about... I was well, thinking Bobcat. <laughs> that's much more patriotic than what I was going to say, which was Colonel... Um, a lady probably shouldn't say those kinds of words. <laughs> but, uh, well, let's get to it. I need my notebook back, and I want to see that Colonel scream like a little girl. <laughs> I'm not sure I can be part of that. I was just, I thought I was getting this cat for for more patriotic purposes, really. Fine, I'm going to go find Red. Red will believe me and do what I want. Fine, but wait, take the cat. He's more patriotic than you. I have forms of, oh, what? (laughs) Gauntlet dropped. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll get back at you later. All right. We'll both leave this bobcat here. America, America. America. (laughs) All right, bobcat, you sit. I'm going to go find Red. Red! Red! Uh, Which dice do you want? Oh, um, black. No, no. (laughs) What are you looking for Red Smolders for, Annie Deutsch lover? And why am I so afraid of you? By the way, I just wanted to interject that uh, my character is in the BD clinic having gone to visit some prostitutes after being friends from being uh, suplexed. Oh, Bye. <laughs> All right. Okay, just just so you know, let that inform. What's it? What's that hair on your on your arms? And what do you reek of terror? <laughs> What's that? Is that a bobcat noise? Did you requisition a military-grade bobcat? 
Why is that a question (laughs) one? I'm very afraid. Stay away from me. And if I see you come near my quarters, where all of my personal effects are kept, especially that one manila envelope, then I'll have you shot outside, you hear? Now, you're gone! All right, so the bobcat has gone into the quartermaster tent where the colonel is? Uh, yes, but now I'm leaving. Ah! Bobcats! Ah! I'm going back to my tent. Ah. Bobcat, where'd you go? Bobcat! Ooh. Where's the bobcat? I lost the bobcat. I'm not going to voice the bobcat. I'm terrified of bobcats. Right. I don't know how bobcat sounds. I'm embarrassed. All right. Meow! (laughs) Meow! Bobcats sound like this. Meow. 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 Hi, everybody. I'm Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> All right. So I um, resolved the scene then. Or I did, right? Yes. Yeah. No, okay. Um, women's. It's the blood Being right? so. Yes. Okay. We're being so polite. Thank you. And, and silent and so well behaved. <laughs> Even though you were with prostitutes. There's <gasps> <gasps> nothing, nothing immoral about that. No. I'm just going to do that periodically for the rest of the episode. <laughs> it's, now, it's now my scene, right? Yep. Yes. You're going to okay. set it up or resolve it? I'm going to establish it. Right. Um, I am lifting weights in the VD clinic. Um, while being attended to, uh, I'm in bed, but I'm using like I'm, I've got like dumbbells in both my <laughs> arms, uh, just lifting them up uh, individually. You do lift, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, because I need to, I need to try and be better than the uh, Colonel and the Quartermaster, because I've just been defeated in Aboff. And then I've had to go console myself with these prostitutes, and then now I've got a venereal disease into the bargain. <laughs> so I'm not having the best of uh, the best of times. Um, anyone who's anyone who's interested is free to walk into the scene at any point. But I'm going to be lifting. I'm going to be lifting these weights. All right. Thinking about I'm st- I'm how much I hate in. the colonel. I stomped in with a storm cloud over my face. Head, whatever the saying is. Mm. I'm pissed. Miss Deutschlover, it is you come to see the beauty in the bed. You are truly a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> <sighs> Look, Red, I need you. I have a bobcat sitting very obediently out in the grass, probably. I need you to come with me so we can go take care of the colonel. You said you would do this. The last time I, the last time I came with anybody, I ended up like this. <laughs> can, can you be more more specific? I'm not going. I'm not going on some crazy tirade to find some. Uh, I mean, and by tirade, I sort of really just mean an escapade with you to find this mysterious animal that you seem to so uh, enamored with. I have no need for animals. Uh, especially um, uh, since I have 
been troubled with uh, this venereal disease which has not only hindered my ability to lift but has also hindered my ability to perform as a soldier which is my primary duty in this, uh, it is this beautiful war well you know what if you don't get up and do your soldier stuff how can I use you as the source for the Stars and Stripes newspaper you know well, I have to use a soldier as a source, not some washed up nobody whose private areas are not so private. Well, I need private. to be. I need to be attended to. I need my medication. Uh, Red, uh, Red, Red, Red Smolders, is that you? I've got a shot in the dick for you here. Uh, just hold still. Absolutely. Ah, uh, there you go. Ah, uh, that'll be another one of those in ten minutes. See, I have to have this happen every ten minutes. It's uh, it's a I'm living. I'm gonna call black. I'm gonna call black knights on this. It's a living nightmare. It's <laughs> one of my least favorite things about this whole war. You know what then? What? I'm gonna tie you to this bed, and oh then my you goodness. will only get untied. Oh, I like the sound of this so far. <laughs> Come with me. Does it work? I sure it will. Well. You've certainly got me into quite the pickle, but... Oh! Yes? Oh! Ah! Are you there to take away Smolders? Is he being transferred? Ah! I'm not... Smolders! We're in the (laughs) middle of something here. Here's his his, his chart. Now you take good care of him, missy. Can I please have my medications that I may take it uh, as I I need it? All right. He hands you a, a he hands you a three foot syringe. Thank you very much. This will help for the short term. However, I believe that uh, my condition may take a while to clear up, so I may oh. be systematically uh, injecting myself in the penis as we go through our escapade. I hope this does not alarm you, uh, Miss Deutsch lover. But you see, such things are common in war. No, you're, you're, you're not doing it in front of me. That's all. Can you should be. You should be careful that that injection has a short-term side effect of, uh, of, of severe hallucinations and powerful burning sensations. Well, you, I'm used to such things. For you see, I wait a minute. I don't want to go into my backstory right now. But what I want to tell you is this: first of all. Yes, of course, I will be delighted to travel with you uh, now that you have managed to bring me out of the bed. But for... I, oh, my goodness, wait, what is this I, I hear? Do I hear the bobcat? The bobcat! I told oh, my you goodness. there was a bobcat! I, I did not believe you at first, but now, now that I've heard it with my own ears... Hey, Bob! Eat that man's private part. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what did you do? Unseen. <laughs> Who are you giving your black dice to, Will? I gave him dice to Sam. There you go. You get the black dice for you. Thank you. Oh, this is going to be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so I, I think I want to resolve my scene. Uh, so somebody else figure out how this is going to play out. <laughs> Are are you anywhere by the the tent? Probably no, but you can, you can jump. You can. There could be time. Oh, gap. in the future. All right. Yeah. It's a week later. Yeah. It's so a week later. later. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you 
and you're not quite convinced that there's a bobcat following you around uh. because you're too afraid to look behind you. Uh. That's what the bobcat is. <laughs> but the bobcat has not attacked you. It's just stalking you, waiting for the command from either one of us, me, me, and Tony. And um, you're also feeling ill down in your private regions. Oh. Your regions. Oh. Yeah. That's the scene. I can't. Now, little, little, <laughs> little George Washington. Hi, my heart. Where, where's Abraham? Where's Abraham Lincoln? Lincoln! Abraham! Wait. Oh, there you are. Okay. You're both safe. All right. Now, <laughs> don't look at the door of the tent. That's where the bobcat is. But if we don't look at it, the bobcat can't catch us. That's how it works. But you can't go to sleep either. Because if you're not Tony. looking, you're also... What? What's that? Tony, look. He's talking to his pants. What? Uh, Who's there? I think he made it praying. That's a good old American. I... Okay, wait. Uh, is that you? Is that you, Tony? Shh, shh, I, I'm sorry, I can't. Shh, I can't turn around the face. Shh, shh, I. What? <laughs> are you searching me? Hello. Oh, he's searching oh, me. Oh. I'm sorry. Shh. What's oh, that? Is that Tony's number? I'm not sure. Dagnew, I, I didn't see you there. Was... Well, it's my tent. I mean, what were you expecting? Oh. I'm not the master. I'm not the master of quarters or anything. There goes my accent. Oh. Does does something seem to be the matter? Well, there's just a there's. I don't know. I, I sometimes I I feel I feel sure that there's a, a there's some sort of large cat that starts talking me. Oh, uh, Bob Bob cat. Bob Bob the cat. Like like a is that. What's Bobcat? Is that a man named Bobcat? Uh, it's it's the camp mascot. You signed the paperwork. I have it right here. What? What's this? Hold. This looks like my signature, but I don't remember doing this. I was happening. So we can a bit ago. But oh, I just I no. It was very this patriotic. No, I, I I tell you, this can't have been me. I uh, look look oh. If there's a bobcat, hold, oh, I'm going to say white dice. <laughs> okay. Martin Dagnew musters up the will, puts the two rats on his shoulders for moral support, and turns around and says, I'll face you, bobcat! Ah, just like I thought. He wasn't there after all. Now, Anthony Tromba Stephen, you're under arrest for forgery. And Annie Deutschlover Stamp, you're, you're under... Wait... Wait, tro- oh, your name is just Tromba Steven, isn't it? Wait, oh, your name Anthony Tromba. Yeah. Uh, Goodness uh, gracious, I'm getting it wrong all this time. You're free to go. <laughs> oh, wait, you're under arrest. Both of you are under arrest. I'll figure out what you're under arrest for later, Annie Deutsch lover. Okay, Probably. well, wait, wait, wait. Slow down. You took away my notebook. I have to get writing on my leg. Could you just hold on a second? I gotta write this quote on my leg. Okay. <sighs> Do you mind if I sit yeah. here on your chair? You know what? I'll show you your notebook. He takes it and he says, "And I'm feeding a piece of it to my rats." No, my sources. That's the First Amendment, sir. Uh, you cannot uh, be patriotic. First, it's the first source. 
and I'll feed another page to these rats for every day. You're still at my camp. Now get out of here. What? I've been meaning to. I've been. I've been meaning to talk to you about the rats. All right. Uh, out. End scene. And uh, I'm giving my white dice to, I think, Rom. I have no idea. Um, you can't kick me out of your quarters. I'm the quartermaster. Oh. Give mine to Wilpins. Thank you. It's a white dice, yep. right? Just to make sure everybody's got a terrible chance. <laughs> I've still I'll got be. two white. Mm. I shouldn't announce that. I can see it. <laughs> And it's your scene. Oh, it is. Okay. I guess I'll set it. Or no, uh, I don't need to set it. We'll just follow from the last scene. Okay. Then kicked out of the tent. Ah. Uh, Tony and Silk. Something seems to be wrong with Colonel Dagnew. When suddenly from around the side of the tent, you you see red smolders who's been waiting in the wings. With a bobcat, with the bobcat in a box. And that's the scene setting. Nobody put bobcat in the box. <laughs> yes, hello, it is I, Red Smulders. I am here to tell you that I have had a grudge against this colonel for quite a while now, and I learned of your little scheme here, and I decided I want in. Finally, I've been meaning to ask Red, uh, what sort of accent is that? Uh, Chicago? (laughs) Yes, I am just a poor little boy from Chicago. (laughs) I grew up on the mean streets. Uh, This is where I gained my many cultural uh, references to uh, the great city of Chicago. Uh, Now... Which I constantly pepper my conversations that with. That is true. You're now, not constantly peppering here. I am constantly peppering my conversations with references to Chicago, but that that is neither here nor there. Uh, I have to ask you, first of all, uh, any Deutsch lover, why uh, when last we met, from which time I have been shadowing you for about a week or so now. Um, why did you set this beautiful creature upon my, uh, shall we put it delicately and say, my boys in the <laughs> barracks? Uh, I wrote it on my shoulder. Can you look at the, that's where the source is. I, there, there. Can you read that? I, I shall read it, but I am having a little difficulty. You see, English is not my first language. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. Uh, well, I think it says that I I got the bobcat because I was angry and I just know my notebook back. There's a story here, and I can't find the story without my notebook. It's like a we all want the story to be told. How very profound of you! The world must know what happened here. Wow! Look, a bald eagle flying across the valley. What a great metaphor. Let freedom ring. Alright, Anthony, is this a, a uh, Anthony Trauma, is this a white dice or a black dice? Wait, hang on, you haven't really been you haven't really been involved in this. So that's a, that's not gonna go right then. 
So, Anthony, I haven't really been able to speak to you much since the airborne. By the way, you are looking still as magnificent as ever. How, what is your secret? I just want to know, because you see, I've been lifting these dumbbells for a, a while now, and I... <laughs> oh, wow. And goes, well, gosh, a long time. Well, you need to quite need a, to quite a while. Harder, uh, smarter, not harder. You need to oh. work with smart bells. I, I suppose I get the... I, I do not understand your humor, but... However, I do have to tell you now, right now, this crate that I have used to hold the bobcat in, uh, it really is only developed um, to withstand a very mild attack from the inside. If the bobcat were to be in some way aroused <laughs> by um, any anything in particular, uh, then it may perhaps provoke an attack from which uh, the, the crate would not be able to withstand it. So I just want to warn you right now, do not in any way engage the bobcat. Oh yeah, uh, speaking about working out, check out these abs. <laughs> oh, oh no, oh, that's, that's one of the things. Crank, walk, walk, the cage bursts open. I think we could call end scene as yeah. the bobcat sinks its claws into Anthony, into Anthony Tromba's magnificent effects. <laughs> and then it's, it's time for the tilt. Yeah. Are we just doing an episode of M.A.S.H. here? <laughs> I feel like there's an episode of M.A.S.H. where they get a bobcat in a box. Oh, I have to give my bobcats to someone. Uh, 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 Willem. Woo! No! Yay! Yeah, yay. Yay! Oh, he's the bad guy! Oh, I'm totally the best. I love my ratty rats. I'm going to have these rats take over the entire war effort. (laughs) Oh, and speaking of the tilt. All right, so we all roll uh, our dice. So, uh, let's see, one, two, I got five black. Man. Uh, I got one white. I've got so, uh, nine white. Whoo! Wow. I got one white as well. All right. Five black, one white, uh, nine white. Ah, oh, I don't, don't, I don't have the tilt table, I don't think. Hold on, hold on. Maybe I, I do something. Oh, if you tell me, um, Right, here it is. I got, uh... I got five and six, and five is paranoia. Somebody is watching, waiting for their moment. So. Uh, right. Six, five is failure. You thought it was taken care of, but it wasn't. Both those are good, but I'm going to go with uh, five, six. <laughs> All right. So what are the two um, tell things? Uh, somebody is watching, waiting for their moment, and in a sense, uh, the wrong guy gets busted. All right, I'm just that one out. You're you're top of the order. Me? Yep. Oh. Now that the um. wrong guy is going to get busted and someone's waiting in the shadows, let's see how this plays out. I believe a bobcat has just sank its claws into red smolders, or you could skip ahead from there. Or you could not uh. even set the scene at all. You have a limitless 
smorgasbord of options. We could do a flashback. We've done flashback we could do a flashback before. episode. Yeah. We want all the grade school. We could pull a lost and do a flash sideways. We haven't done one of those yet. Although we talked about doing one, I think. I don't Whoa, you are like an old faithful of good ideas. <laughs> um, uh, you guys set the scene. I am in your hands. In an alternate reality where? <laughs> I literally think that. in their hands. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. How to set up. Well, I know what my character is going to do for the rest of the scene, so I suppose we could just say that... I mean, yeah, we could continue right from where it left off, and you oh, no. were busting out of the tent. I'd like to think that if this is on a stage, there would be an actual cat sinking their claws into the actor. Then the curtain comes up after intermission, and it has just paused. That's what I'm thinking. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys set up the scene. Um, all right. Uh, it's a flash forward. It's the end of World War Two. Uh, you are in the in the bunker with. Shut down! No, <laughs> I have an eye patch. <laughs> the cat also has an eye patch. This is this is Metal Gear Solid Five. You are Hitler secretly, but you have a solid eye radar system. Also, no. So uh, there's another Red Cross delivery coming down. You hear the plane flying over and the bobcat smelling with its incredible, uh, with its incredible jungle senses, uh, seems to sniff the air and then and then detaches its claws from Anthony Tromba and ah, begins. Finally, it's been there towards, for weeks. Begins slinking towards. No, it's only been a few moments. <laughs> If it gets slinking towards the the drop site, and you hear, um, are are you guys coming with, or it's just the bobcat? Going? Suddenly, Martin Dagdu bursts out of the te- bursts out of his tent with a, a trench shotgun aimed at all of you, and says, "Now you are in the tent." Wow, I had a dream. Like hell, I will. <gasps> she cuts. Okay, and then Dagdu, <laughs> sir, calm down. Calm down. Double hockey sticks, please. I've, Calm down. I, uh, what? I get in the tent. I'll shoot America, you all. America, 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 now, Miss Deutsch lover, it's time for you to join your compatriots in crime and traitorism. I have but one foot left for which to write my final source of on. Now I'm going to get to that plane drop because you want to so badly. Where are you going? Get back up! Ah, I'm dropped. running! She's making a break for All right, is it? Uh, so get to the side. Uh, white dice or black dice? Black dice. Run, right. run, 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 but now it's all, it got on your leg and ah, oh, it's, it's all over you. Oh, rats, I'm highly allergic. Suddenly you realize there's rats 
in the bushes. There's rats all over the place. This is really, really terrible. And Colonel Martin Dagnew rushes by you and knocks you into the bushes and says, Now take care of her, you see, little rat rats. And then after her, <laughs> we'll take care of the world. Listen, guys, no. I have to go fill out some paperwork for a lot of rat traps. Tony, help! I'm thinking that's all right. Paperwork to do. Oh. Paperwork. <laughs> I feel like that should be end scene. So, uh, it was pretty black dice. Yeah, it's pretty black dice. Uh, red smolders. Okay. Do I give? Um, yeah, you keep your dice in the second. Oh yeah, keep it. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Okay, uh, alright, I'm gonna flash forward to, um, no, no, but as in, the, uh, this is just a temporary flash, a flash forward, um, to, uh, my own future. <laughs> <laughs> It's an undeterminate amount of time in the future. Just keep going. I'm gonna do this. All the all the other characters are there. Oh, that's good. That's really. <laughs> yeah. That's I canon. I thought I thought he was a scumbag for most of his life, but I gotta say, he had a damn fine set of packs. Amen. <laughs> If I hadn't lost both of my eyes in that incident, I'd set a chair for him. It's all right, Anthony Trumba. I'm shedding tears for the both of us. Colonel, I promise sir, you. can you push my wheelchair up no. to the graveside? Ah, uh, I mean, Miss Joyce Lover, could you do that? I, I, I'm a little bit occupied with all of these rats. I hobble with the wheelchair because I've got one foot only. <laughs> but I pat the tombstone and I say, for you, Red, I'll never write another word. He was a good father and a good friend. <laughs> ah, 36-year-old progeny of Red small, Red Smallness. <laughs> Indeed, it is I... I am 36 years old today, and my greatest birthday wish is that my father was alive to see me today. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, Your well, hands just flash forward. <laughs> <laughs> my mother was a prostitute. <laughs> so... <laughs> Diddly, 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 I just thought I would get out of there. White dice? Flash back in time. This is the second week that you've died. He's setting up the scene. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I set I up the scene, so you yeah. get to decide. Oh, white but, dice! Um, but white if you dice. want, we can flash no, back no, to no, the... No, to no. the... No, I, I say white dice. Red, red smolders okay. rises from his coffin. <laughs> Yes, everybody, it was I, and I will explain all... Good Lord! Red! You bastard! Have one of these! Martin 
I will explain to you exactly what happened. Oh, wait, 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 boop. There's a punch. There's a punch and we fade back. We fade back to the present. And I will explain what happened in the aftermath. That's my plan. <laughs> but, but just before the fade back, what's that glowing behind the gravestone? It's two cat eyes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, next scene. Next scene. Oh, I guess that one's mine. All right, I'm going to set this one up. Martin Jagnew, having, having uh, locked uh, Anthony Tromba and Red Smolders inside of his canvas tent, and having uh, defeated Annie Dorr's lover in the ancient game of person runs away and you shoot them with a rat, he has reached the Red Cross site just as the extra deluxe oversized package drops onto the ground, stamped as he requested from his contact on the other side with a giant red, white, and blue rat. And Martin Dang, who stands in front of it and cries out, my minions emerge! <laughs> the properly rat-foot Red Cross package breaks open to reveal platoon upon platoon of rats with tiny little army helmets. And he says, now, we shall mark, march back to the camp. I will install you in place of all those terrible VD-written corrupt un-American officers and we'll win this war. (laughs) That's right, George Washington Jr. What do you say, John Adams? Mmm, yes. Now, but first things first, we've got to take care of that, we've got to take care of those two traitors locked in my tent. Black dice. Black dice. What? What's that? Oh God! Oh God! Run! It's the bobcat! I can't defeat this foe! No! John Thomas Jefferson! No! Thomas Jefferson disappears down the throat of the bobcat. Don't worry, boys! I'll save you! (laughs) Martin Zangnu leaves bodily under the bobcat. (laughs) Attempts to pit as he is savaged by its claws. Oh my god, this is the most perfect scene. (laughs) I'm going to call (laughs) end scene there. That's very good. Whenever we come across a perfect scene, we just everyone just needs to like be in awe of it, like applaud at the end. Silent. Uh, Author, author. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote this scene? (laughs) Uh, Setting up the scene. Setting up the scene. It's my turn. Uh, meanwhile, at the quartermaster's master quarters. Oh. Oh. Ah, filling out all this paperwork. Got all those <laughs> poisoned apples. It's the latest in mouse trap technology. Build a better mouse trap and all that. Uh, oh, I have all these papers, but no, no pens. <laughs> I sent them all to, uh, 
to, to Annie Deutschland, I shouldn't have left her in that bush. Got to go back. <laughs> we do time skip over at the bush. Ah. To are, are you still in there? I've been calling you for like two hours. <laughs> Sorry about that. There's a lot of paperwork to go through. Oh. Here, uh, Thanks for rescuing my, me. Take my hand. Yeah. Uh, so, have any pens I could borrow? Tony, I'm so weak. Please just take me back to camp. Or even better, where that Red Cross stuff was dropped off. We can... We can make a break for it. We can... We can steal it and write about it. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not sure that would be helping out old, old Uncle Sam. Uh, I feel like my gung-ho patriotism is waning. Surely you've got a pretty lady at home that would want you to do what's best for your country. <laughs> give, her, give him a couple more of those S. <laughs> He's breaking down. <laughs> you keep fainting in my arms every time you end the <laughs> Every S oh, is a faint. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm so weak and allergic. <laughs> Never heard of anyone allergic to rats before, but... Okay. Let's get rid uh, of those Red Cross supplies. I'll save yeah. my dice. Red. Red smolders. I know you're in those bushes. Uh, yes, I managed to escape from the colonel's quarters. Uh, it was quite simple, you see. I will explain to you later. <laughs> no, Just... that's a black dice. I said white dice. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't... Just don't go dying on me before you have a chance to explain that. All right? I, w- I certainly would not dream of it. Tell it to me before your funeral. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, let's not bring up that talk. All right, we're all going to make it through this. Now, so fill me in. What exactly is happening here? Uh, uh, Miss uh, Miss Deutschlover, you seem to be uh, injured in some way. You seem uh, like you are l- losing your spark. Not as a, of course, as a reporter, as as a woman, but as a, as a life force. <laughs> oh, she's so a weak. She's, she's allergic to rats. See? <laughs> she is allergic to rats. My it goodness. Is, it's well, definitely not all the lead in the. Uh, in the Sharpies I've been giving her to write on herself with. That's good to know. Uh, I, <laughs> yes, thank you for bringing that up. Now, uh, let's take her to these Red Cross packages because I've seen them. Uh, wait a minute, wasn't there the whole the big shipment thing? Wasn't that a thing where the the colonel was going to get a, a big a Red Cross thing, a big a big thing of, of Red Cross. Did I miss that already? Did that happen? We're going I... to go to it, right? Oh, we're going to go to it right yeah. now. Well, there we are. Of course. So, I, I, I don't see why we're still hanging around here. Let's listen. Let's help her get up on her, on her little foot and we'll take her over to the the helicopter. And why, the helicopter. why don't you just carry me? 
I assume that it is going to come in a helicopter. <laughs> helicopter. I cannot say. I cannot particularly say the word helicopter. <laughs> but the chopper. Let's get to the chopper. And and see. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that white dice. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Alright. And um you're, it's your last all around <laughs> Alright, it's your last scene, Annie. Oh, I'm gonna make this good. Before the epilogue anyway. So, so we are I haven't even ordered the poison apples. Oh no. Okay, maybe I've <laughs> that a thing. Was that a thing that you had to do? It super was. I completely missed that. They can show up. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, so... <laughs> time jump, too. <laughs> They're at the funeral scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Um, okay, so we're at... So, Tony is carrying Annie who keeps fainting after every sentence because <laughs> ending sentences are so tiring now. She's a little bit puffy, but she's still glamorous because this is the 40s and women look glamorous even if they're dying. Uh, Red is nearby, of course. Yeah. Red is nearby, and they are, approach- they are approaching the Red Cross shipment, and there are some... Um, the FBI wasn't formed then. Police? No, military police? Some military, military police. Okay. okay. So MPs. They're MPs that are standing guard and they cocked their guns at us. And you guys take over from here. This shipment is making me very angry. Do you get it? I'm doing a bit. I know you're doing I'm doing a bit. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You see, I've decided to try my hand at a stand-up comedy after the war. Alright. There's a roar in the distance. America triumphs again! America? <laughs> America. What, what was that noise? Say the guards. And they go and they turn to investigate it. <laughs> From the it's trees, so from the trees comes Martin Dagnu riding on top of Bobcat, <laughs> with Bob rats all along his conquer. shoulders and a big swarm of rats going. I have conquered my greatest foe in the true heritage of William Howard Taft. And the true heritage of William Howard Taft. Howard Taft. That's right. You dirty commie, probably. What? Who? What? No. I. I am all American. I am an American man. Ah! American. He tears off his shirt and stands and stands glistening in the in the spotlight. 
And he says, now... Any Deutschlover, you must protect me from this and man. You, and you, first target is you, troublemaking reporter Annie Deutschlover. And I've got your notebook right here in this in this manila envelope, which I'm going to open now. And I Fair sure enough. hope no people characterized as just thieves have stolen it in all the time I've failed to Holy. check that it was in this envelope. I know I've double-fainted and I know you're holding me, but please, for the good of the country... Grab that notebook. It's okay, Annie. I've been watching, waiting for my moment. <laughs> and it came two scenes ago. Here's your notebook. I've kept it safe what? for you. Hey! My what? hero! I just said pieces away. So nice. wait a minute. <laughs> I guess. Wait, wait a you minute. stole it! You rat bat! I mean, you cat bat! Well, I like cats now. You un-American bastard! Le- no! Martin Dagger leaps at Anthony Trauma. She's a reporter for the Stars and Stripes. I'm a- more American than the Stars and Stripes! <laughs> I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say end scene as, uh... That was as, so beautiful! <laughs> as the two enter into a flex-off combined with a political debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of movie my grandma would watch on like the daytime television <laughs> alright uh, Red Smolders it's your last scene oh goodness uh, that, was a, that was a white dice yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I think so yeah it sure seems to have been <laughs> okay alright in this scene um, in this scene, you guys can set it up, and I will uh, uh, decide the outcome. Um, what I would say though for input, um, give it, give it a little zazz, a little zazz on it. <laughs> nice. Okay, twenty years in the past. A small child on a farm in the Austrian hinterlands. <laughs> Mutter, father, I always wanted to go to America. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Uh, now, uh, I believe I have to uh, uh, go through some notations that you have given me before I go to America. Thank you very much again. For nine, the nine, 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 Very welcome, very welcome, Red Out. No, I, oh, this is voice. I, I feel like you will do very well. In, oh, what's this? Ah, oh, a rat. Oh, ah, it's eating my throat. <laughs> Oh, you uh, always oh, say no that. wonder your voice is so no wonder your voice is so uh, <laughs> mysterious, Father. I I was wondering what the deal was there, but of course I see now that a rat is eating your throat, Mother. I'm I'm sorry for your Don't loss. Take some spitzel to and... go. Your father, Father, he never likes the spitzel. You take the spitzel. Yes, I will deal with your father. No, I won't need it. I'm dying tragically. Oh, you over dramatic. He is very dramatic, mother. I can see why you married him. Yeah, yeah. He truly brings a flair to this family. <laughs> and then, <laughs> back in the back in the present, 
What? Back in the present, the two military police take off their helmets and reveal that they are Red Smolders Sr. <laughs> Sr. and Mrs. Red Smolders Sr. I have recovered my voice, but then some more of these rats have begun chewing on it. You know, I had made my peace that you were dead. I suppose it is of no importance to me whether you live or die now, neither as it was then. Mother, it is good to see you. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see you, son. Yes. It has been too long. How long has it been now? 20 years. Yeah, I do not know how to count that high in German. Yeah, 20 years. <laughs> I suppose I... Uh, Zweisig, probably. I do not know. I am not sure. But Fred, we've discovered something. Fred. We've pinned, we've realized that the person who's been sneaking all these rats into these Red Cross shipments has been one of the chief officials, and you, and you arrived here first, so we're pinning the whole thing on you. Onto me? You're the rat smuggler. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I have to tell you, Mother, I, uh, please... No matter what happens in the trial after this, no matter even if I get shot by some kind of a firing squad, I want you to remember this always, that I loved you very much, and that I had nothing to do with this. Your son died an honorable man. Yeah, yeah, I will remember. You were okay for our son. I like your sister better. I appreciate your honesty always. (laughs) And, And I guess that's a black dice? We, sure is. Have, uh, yeah. Okay. Black dice, I guess. It's an enthusiastic you, black dice. I mean, I mean, that was your dice to decide, Will, but I, that, I'm not sure how else that's going. He, he, uh, he could have spoke up. He implicitly uh, decided. Yeah. Man, I wish this was the first round because, Sam, you really deserved that dice. <laughs> Oh. All right, all right. So it's it's Martin Agnew. Ah, uh, hmm, hmm, ah, uh, hmm. Aren't you Are, still back? Yeah, oh yeah. We're back in the present. He's, last we saw him, he was in a flex off with Anthony Tromba <laughs> in a simultaneous political debate. But so I'll, I'll let you guys set up what uh, how that develops, and I I'll pick the outcome. <laughs> Um, I know, not all at once, right? <laughs> okay, let's see. Yeah. What are the um, things that need to happen? Uh, is this uh, the wrong guy? Was the wrong guy's just been busted? There's somebody's watching, wait for the moment, it's just happened to better go. Um, we need to get poison apples. We need to get poison apples. But that's not yours. Really yeah, we need, uh, we need poison apples. <laughs> um, we need. Um, I suppose I was supposed to get even with the colonel. So, how is this argument, how is this standoff, this Olympian bodybuilder? What are you arguing about, anyway? Uh, I'm going to give you a couple minutes to decide that, because I have to run away. I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) Okay. Party break. All right, well, all right, I'll just, I'll, oh, wait, there's two other people. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, the two of you, 
engaged in a deadly tat-a-tat. A pow! A mano um, muscles rippling in the moonlight because it's night. Night is night. So Tony is still standing there with Annie in his arms, and you two are just. No, Tony is standing there with uh, is the uh, no Tony is in the in the muscle off, and he is in. Uh... The only way forward for America is through rat-based military. Tony is Tony is. Uh... Holding you up in his arms, like draped, draped yeah. across his arms. His shirt is off now. <laughs> hubba, um, hubba. Don't worry, my husband uh, doesn't listen he's, to this. So. He's got. He's got. Um, he's got some fabric uh, wrapped around his head like a bandana. Um, I'm being carted off to be shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Um, <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, the colonel is riding on to- atop a bobcat, uh, with, uh, an army of rats. Also shirtless. Um, also shirtless. He's, he's given pants to the rats and the bobcat so that it looks like the shirtless. <laughs> um. Oh, quantity over quality, right? Is that how? Go, yeah, that's that's how he's yeah. making up the difference. Because to be fair, Anthony Trauma is much more ripped than Martin Dagnew, but Martin Dagnew's got a million tiny, t- tiny rat pectorals to back up his own. And they, he goes, "All right, yeah. all right, ratties, we gotta do it together now. A synchronized formation flex as we recite the Declaration of Independence. And a one, a two, a three. Steven's got to walk away for a second. Anyway, let me get this real proper. Uh, Steven, Steven, let's get the preamble. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Oh, Steven's back. I, I was back. Oh, no, no, no. That was the Constitution. Shoot. Dude. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Gonzales. I totally meant to memorize the right thing. Okay, okay. Okay, can you start again, Sarah? Yeah. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands, which have connected them with each other, (laughs) into a zoom (laughs) among the powers of the earth, a separate position. To which the laws of nature and nature's got to tell them. Uh-oh. <laughs> Opinions of mankind require that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Uh-oh. And then I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say a white dice, so that as they launch into, we hold these. Co- hold on, could you do it, Sam? Yeah. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Church. That they are endowed. Right. Among these, your life, liberty, in the pursuit of happiness. As they finish, as they finish their pose off, a wave of patriotic energy explodes in the crowd of rats and men. In fireworks, the words life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
shoot across the sky. Germans and French are shocked throughout the valley. <laughs> the Belgians are kind of like, oh, we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Anthony, uh, oh, oh, sorry, uh, Anthony, shoot, I forgot his last name. Uh, Anthony Trompa, Trompa is knocked backwards, head over heels. Leaving Annie, leaving Annie Deutschlover on the gra- on the ground, having possibly been woken up and knocked unconscious again. Who knows? She is she is a a red-blooded American reporter, though, so perhaps it had no effect on her. We'll just have to find out. Maybe in the next scene, or maybe maybe in the epilogue. <laughs> I'm saying that is end scene. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Uh, was that a white dice thing? Yep, I got to pick it. So I picked I'm going to put dice. that on my resume, rat voices. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. wonderful. It was the best chorus a military colonel could ever ask for. Aww. All right. Hmm. And oh, then you are, you are closing out Act 2, having been knocked head over heels by the most astonishing animal <laughs> patriots of his life. This man's army has ever seen. <laughs> Will you set the scene or decide Ugh. the outcome? <laughs> That's pretty good. Setting the scene, okay. Yes, yes, you liked it, didn't you? <sighs> now, do you do you claim to have any rebuttal at all? <laughs> Tony, uh, sir. Colonel Dagnew. Uh, well, check out this rebuttal. <laughs> I pulled down my pants and I moved them. <laughs> ah! I, my What's ass. That What's I'm that between so, your cheeks? <laughs> I'm so buff, my ass has abs. <laughs> Good God. But what speech do I say? But wait, what's that on your right, on your right butt cheek? I believe that's Gorbachev's birthmark. Really? No, no, no. Couldn't be. Yes, yes, a mirror I, I procured from somewhere. See for yourself. Oh, that's no, no. That's quite all right. Look. Hey, listen. Hey, look over there. What? Annie wakes up because America, she thought America, it was... America, America, <laughs> What? Goodness gracious! Anthony Drumba has fled the scene! Oh. After him, ready, rats. <laughs> Am I walking back to camp? I'm, not I'm walking sure. back to camp. What's happening, Stephen? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you guys I don't know. Is, is it a white or a black dice? I. There's only a black dice. That's wild, wild, right? That's wild. So, oh, uh, what do you what do you think? Annium red. Should it be a white dice or a black dice? Uh, I'm in favor of it being a black yes. dice. Okay. All right, black dice, trend any trauma. 
So you corner you corner Trump back at the quartermaster's quarters. I've got you now. You with your shipment of poisoned apples. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't supposed to know, Colonel. You were secretly trying to introduce them into the food supply. And that was the story. I know about it because I read Annie Deutschlover's notebook, which is why you tried to steal it. I I thought I'd waited for the right moment. And uh, I, I guess not, but you'll never nope. take me alive. I never intended to. <laughs> These are delicious apples. By the way, if you just want to take a quick break. Well, I mean, I don't see why not, but wait a minute. <laughs> no, don't worry. This apple's not poisoned. No, well, if that's the case, why don't you have a bite? Well, give me a minute to shuffle it with these other poisoned apples. I, um, okay. Now, take your pick. I Well, no, you pick first. Uh, well, that's very kind of you. Uh, but I insist. <laughs> all right, I'm picking one. Now you pick another. All, and... all right, I'll take this one on the far end. Hey, um, uh, Bobcat. Bobcat. Over here. Yeah. Bobcat. Bobcat. Be careful, Bob. He's a sinister a, fellow. Here's a, take a slice of apple. Here. Here you go. <laughs> And Bobcat vomits all over your shoes. That seems fine. Okay. I take a big bite of it. Aha! Your your own plan has probably backfired. You feel yourself going blind in both eyes. (laughs) I'll never I'll never look upon the Star Spangled Banner again. I'll never see the Statue of Liberty. Liberty Bell. The other Liberty things. <laughs> An eagle soars across the plane. You know, you know I, it's true. Nobody deserves to never be able to gaze upon the star stripe, star spangled banner again. I weep for you, Trumba. I weep. I would weep, but as was established in in that in that flash forward, I no longer can. Oh, well, oh, rough stuff. Pats him on the shoulder. Real rough stuff. That is that is that end scene. I guess it's the end of the game if it is. It was well, the, the epilogue, though. At which point, yeah. you all flash back forward to the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> it will Vince explains. I mean, so, yeah, I guess I guess we should we should figure out uh the the endings and then do one more scene at the funeral. Oh no, I, I screwed up. I should have picked a black dice for myself. Now I have three black and one white. Oh I know, no, and I have three white and one black. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh man. <laughs> I think well, we're so kick it. Let's okay, let's out. let's roll for that epilogue, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a three one. I got. I got four black. Mm. 
No. Poor black. Yeah. Poor black. Do I go first? Or no? Uh, yeah, I guess okay. so. Sure. Uh, oh, we have, to, we have to narrate it as taking place at the funeral. Okay. Yes. But, yes. Based off what we wrote. Well, you don't have and to, uh, as in you could just... I'll do mine at the funeral, but you can do yours. That's the best way to do it, though. At the funeral? We're all doing it at the funeral? Ben? Yes. Okay. Alright. So, um... I hobble in to the funeral home where I see Red's body, shirtless, but with pants on, (laughs) buried with his favorite 300-pound dumbbell. And I get a little tear in my eye because those were the best years of my life. But I can't get hired as a reporter anymore. Because they think that I can't write in a notebook. <laughs> they think I can't keep a hold of my notebook. As such, I lose all my reputation and my sources. And instead, I wander the streets looking for eagles, trying to find Tony, and shooting rats in the sewer. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you uh, for applauding. I appreciate that. <laughs> Should we go in order of uh, worst great. girls? I had three white, so. I also had three well, white. Well, you should go last because you have to rise from your grave to explain what happened. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So three white and then five black and then uh, we'll whatever, whatever you got. Okay. Oh, three white. Oh. Okay. The stress and trauma from my little adventure have haunted me forever. Uh, Pieces of my soul are destroyed, and I'm missing a piece or two of my eyeballs. Oh. Uh, Children cry when I get too close. (laughs) I should be expected. I should stop getting so close to children, I guess. Uh, And all my plans have ended in complete ruin. So the rats uh, swarmed throughout the camp after I failed to properly administer the poisoned apples and uh that was a real turning point in the war (laughs) and i was helpless to do anything about it but i survived now i'm back here do you miss annie uh yeah i miss annie i miss I miss the sight of eagles and star-spangled banners and the Statue of Liberty as well. Do you miss paperwork? Uh, I don't miss paperwork that much. Oh. But uh, I do miss being able to read things. Yeah. That's among the miss, things I miss. Do you miss the bobcat? Bob the cat. <laughs> the bobcat has been my constant companion, becoming my oh, seeing eye cat good. after I lost my eyes. Except it's it's still a three white, so it's grim. The cat has been uh, secretly uh, eating my legs <laughs> for nourishment, which is why I'm now bound to this wheelchair, although I don't know why. And the cat still 
follows me everywhere I go. That's <laughs> food source now. Alright. But here uh, I am at the funeral. Okay, and then, um. Okay, so is, is that end scene for you? I think so. Uh, uh what is five white? I left the table. Uh, five black. Sorry, five black, yeah. Um, that is rough. You are getting whipped like a rented mule for stars, and you'll remember this episode for all your diminished days. The lesson you learned will be pro- profound, lingering, and painful. So upon upon returning from uh, from his tour of duty, Martin Dagnew was brought up in front of his support superiors. He said, "Mr. Dagnew, we heard reports that you replaced an entire platoon of soldiers with." Rats! And Martin Dagnew said, yes, yes, of course I did. Uh, it was a great improvement to the general populace of the army. Uh, a few seconds after which he was summarily ejected from the commander's office. He's disgracefully discharged and stripped of all his honors. He got no pay, probably. I think that happens in the army. Maybe it only happens when you do what he did. <laughs> he got to keep his rats because you can't, you can't keep all the rats down, but many of them were caught and tore him up whenever he realized that one more had been lost to the traps, to the cats, and to the mysterious bullet wounds <laughs> inflicted by some lonesome lonesome wanderer who stalked the streets about to slay his little friends. He became a recluse, a drinker, and some sort of probably heroin addict. I don't know, but not too bad of one because his rats kept him... They kept him a little bit balanced, and he became affectionately known as the Rat Man. And it was thus that the people at the funeral home said, Hey, Rat Man, as he walks into the funeral, sort of shaking a little bit. But it's got Abraham Lincoln on one shoulder. John Adams is dead. But he's got George Washington oh, still. He says, oh, it's all right. We're just here to pay respects to, well, an enemy, but... My God, he certainly he certainly took the fall for me back then. I would have gotten much worse than I did if they had known that I brought that I was the one who replaced all of the soldiers' food for two weeks with rats instead. <laughs> so goodbye, goodbye, <laughs> red sun smolders. He lays a shaking, liver-spotted hand on the forehead of red smolders. Who opens his eyes? <laughs> so I guess that's the end of my scene. Okay, yep, I, I've risen up um, from from the coffin. Also, my son is there, don't forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't touch my dad, he said. <laughs> Do not touch my father. Sorry, I like forgot. Didn't we Do say not touch my ladies? father. Can we say 36 years later and then oh, either there was the child he had just had, so isn't his child 36 years old? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> My child is 36 he years old. He's still being a teen. My heart. Please do not touch my father. No. Okay, here we are. Okay. Uh, yeah. Red Smolders has, uh, has risen up and says, I suppose you are wondering why I brought you all here. <laughs> and I also suppose you might be wondering why 
the funeral is just now, 36 years after you believed me to have died. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I, I was when wondering that a little bit. Things have kind of been a blur. I didn't know it was that long, really. Aye, aye. So, yes. I spent a little time in the Navy after, um, so I could lie low for a while. I suppose you are all wondering why I brought you here I'm today. Yes. Nothing I didn't say anything. Yes, I have been following your respective careers very closely for nigh these 36 years, including you, my estranged son, who, whom I have never made contact with before this day. <laughs> you see, I love you very much, however, I was taught by my own family that it is better to be cold and aloof. <laughs> than to show any real particular interest in your child's upbringing. Now, it served me very well, and I have lived for an extended period of time. <laughs> now, I have to tell you uh, the secret behind what happened those many years ago. <coughs> you see, as I was being taken away by the military police, uh, the real ones, not my mother and father, <laughs> but, um, you know, some other ones that were called in. Um, I was sentenced to be shot, indeed, by firing squad, as is the way of such a uh, degraded military as the United States of America, which I now feel free to tell you, as it is 1980-something. Uh, 80, yes, it is, in fact, 1980, the year 1980, the year 1980, <laughs> the place... Chicago, America. <laughs> I feel only it is only right for you see I have become a member of the hippie movement band the bomb. Um, I I feel it is only right to tell you that we uh, as a country should never have been in that particular war. Um, I I furthermore. Uh, want to tell you now that um, the, uh, through these 36 years I have been ruthlessly following you and training you. Uh, oh wait, but I didn't I, I didn't get into the pit where I was saying about how I got escaped from the fire squad. Long long <laughs> to make a long story short um, it involved a, a bit of guesswork on my part and also the positioning of the sun. Now I I have been following you for these many years and training you explicitly for the purpose uh, expressly for the purpose that I am here to reveal to you today even you Gunther um, even though you may have not noticed my presence in your lives I have been there always um, uh, caring for you like a newborn baby um, I have trained you for you see today marks the start of a new army of hardened veterans and you also Gunther who shall be the face of the operation um, because let's face it none of, we none of us are getting any younger <laughs> 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 to 
together, I believe that we can take over this great country and set it right what once went wrong. Uh, are you with me here? The, the funeral director comes and drops a note in the boy's hand, the young man's hand. You, you, Annie, shall be the, the scoutmaster. You shall find all of the information about our enemies, and you shall exploit it unseen in the shadows, as you are uh, such a, a wretched figure, uh, unliked, unloved by anyone. Thanks. <laughs> Like like a common waste <laughs> the ranks, and they shall they shall hardly even pay you attention. You, of course, uh, Colonel, shall be uh, in charge of the muscle. You shall be. Um, <laughs> what muscle? What I was having myself. <laughs> you sh- you shall be the muscle uh, using your command of animals and also of your own body, <laughs> you shall intimidate our foes, and also uh, you shall be able to, with your many eyes, uh, see uh, w- what is going on around you. I, I do that, I, I suppose. <laughs> you shall be a threatening figure, and we shall use you as sort of, uh, uh, like a, a threat, like a sort of a, a, a big nuclear bomb. Uh, now, speaking of Speaking of nuclear bombs, that is where Ugunta comes in. Um, uh, for you see, I sent him to a, a special school where he learns how to make nuclear bombs. It's sort of, it, he's, he's actually a very good um, science guy. He's pretty good at it. I don't mean to. I'm proud of you, Ugunta. Oh, thank you, thank you, Father. <laughs> now, of course. This brings me to my last, uh, <laughs> last member of the crew, Anthony Tromba. What, what? What? Yes. Do you remember when, uh, upon uh, it must have been about now thirty years ago, um, where you were splashed with radiation? <laughs> oh, that's what that's what the doctors told me happened after I woke up in the hospital. Yeah. Yes, well, it has been quite a while since that happened, but I believe just now your ability should be <laughs> should be coming to the fore. You see, you have lost the use of your sight, but your other senses have sharpened. And also, in your sleep, I have been playing audio cassette tapes to you, which shall train you in the martial art of uh, martial arts. <laughs> wow. Needless to say, with these enhancements, you are quite a, a formidable opponent in in any uh, combat situation as well. So really, what I'm saying is, yes. <laughs> mostly this team is kind of a big combat <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know that really goes with well with my background as a, since since the war, I became a lawyer. You have indeed. I forgot as well. Yes, you have become a lawyer, so also you will be um, you will be engaging in in our legal battles as well as also our actual battles, which we will be going into. But not that much because of Kuntas nuclear bomb. I'm just saying, I'm a I'm a bit of a daredevil. Well, I'll you don't have to really any. quite say it out loud. Let's not 
Let's not uh, get into copyright <laughs> theft uh, matters here. Speaking of which, I hope. Speaking of which, speaking speaking of copyright, I hope you are all excited for the big game. <laughs> and <laughs> and see. Ah, oh, you didn't want to know more than the note. What? Oh, what? please wait. Wait, wait. rewinding. Um, all right. But first, before I get the answer as to whether or not you shall be in the team, uh, let us all look into this note which has just arrived. Alright. I still loved your sister better. Love, your mother. Oh! Mrs. Mrs. Smolder's blowing up her son at his own funeral! Guys, guys, what? What did it say? What did it say, guys? Hold his eyes. Oh, it said, um... I loved your sister more. It, I better, it said, anyway. Mark Dagnus packs you the best. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Ah, <laughs> uh, five is better. Five is larger than three! Oh! He's got me there. He's got <laughs> me again. There's, there's... I think that is the close of today's episode. Oh. Uh, that was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Everybody, good Everyone job. Everyone gets an Academy Award. <laughs> or the British equivalent. And then we all, we all, and then we all got attacked by a bobcat and died, right? That was that's the, 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 the bobcat kills everyone in the funeral. Okay, the good. Cat, the bobcat and the young smolders, they lead a revolution. And that's it. Uh, Steven, Steven, game's over. What is that noise in the background? It's Isaac. I think it's the sound of freedom. <laughs>